promise that the Holy Spirit is going to bless you as a result of you worshiping with us today in spirit and in truth. You know, the we're celebrating this weekend what we call the Memorial Day weekend. We're just looking back on those brave soldiers that gave the ultimate sacrifice for the United States of America. And you know, there is another Memorial Day that we like to celebrate every seventh day of the week, and it's called the Sabbath. The Bible says that for in six days, the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea and all that in them is, and rested the seventh day. Wherefore, the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. We like to reflect on that fact that God created this earth in seven days. That big bang was when God said, let there be. And we also look back at the great sacrifice, the one that gave the ultimate sacrifice on Calvary in the person of Jesus Christ. That's why David said when he thought about all of that, he said, let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. So we want to worship today in spirit and in truth as we reflect upon the goodness, the good news of salvation. You know, we're living in some perilous times. You know, if there was ever a time that we need the Lord, we sure need him now. People are losing their jobs. There's death and sickness everywhere we go. The uh, spirit of prophecy says that the men's hearts are failing them for the fear that is coming upon this earth. But we, the saints of God who knows the Savior, God says, come unto me, all ye that labor, all ye that are stressed and worn out and heavy laden. He said, and I will give you rest. I'll give you a peace that passes all understanding. So we're thankful that we can call upon that God. And right now, Elder McCray is going to lead us to the altar of grace. Amen, amen, amen. Uh, can you guys see me and hear me? Amen. Amen. It's time for us to pray. Can you guys hear me? What's going on? Yes, we can hear you, Elder. Amen. Let us let us pray. Let us pray. Spirit of the living God, right more one more time. We are grateful and thankful for a time such as this. Or we can come to you, O oh Lord, our Lord and our Savior, our Redeemer, our Sustainer, our all in all. For all the things that it is coming up on the earth that you have warned us about. Now that these things are in full effect in our vision, we pray that you will allow your spirit to tabernacle with us, not just today, but until Jesus come. We also pray, O oh Lord, for those who are just wavering in their faith. They need a really special visitation from you so that they can see that you are available and that they can know that your power is right for them. There is Valerie and, and Melanie and Carmeline and, and Stacy and uh, Sister Marla Gibson and, and there are many other, uh, Sister uh, uh, Wellington, uh, Daddy Harris and Teresa. Lord, our whole church family is in need of your power. So, Lord, we ask that you give us a sound mind, that we won't doubt who you are in our life and what you mean to us. We want to be able to sustain all the things that the devil is attacking us on, knowing that the victory is already won. 
we ask that you remind us through your scriptures that, Lord, we are on the winning side and that you have redeemed us from sin and we have nothing to fear. Because of what you have done on the cross, we are remembering the uh, shed tone blood of Christ for our lives. And now, Lord, in that memorial service, oh, Lord, when you got up, now we believe that we will get up. So in the end that we all will be saved. Now, Lord, we ask that our prayer not only be heard in heaven, but it will be answered in a special way where it will increase our faith and trust you more. So Lord, throughout this service, we ask that you bless all the participants, bless your word from your manservant in a special way where it will help us connect with you closer and have our faith intact a little bit more. That's our prayer right now today in Jesus' name. Amen. Good morning, church family. So happy to have everyone here fellowshipping with us on this beautiful Sabbath day. Even though we're still in the COVID-19 quarantine uh, effect, I was reminded that the Apostle John also was quarantined. He was quarantined on the Isle of Patmos. And during that time that he was quarantined, he was literally shut in with God, as it were, just as we are shut in with God now during this COVID-19 quarantine. John focused on the love of God. He focused on the beautiful trees. He focused on the ocean and the sea and the skies, and he thought of the goodness of God. That's exactly what we can do now, faithful ones, faithful stewards, faithful servants of God. Let us now be shut in with God. Use this time that God has given us to worship him and to pray and to outreach and to think on him. Use this time and use our talents also to share the love of God with someone else. Use our temple, our bodies, to go forward with God's work in the various ways that we have opportunities to do. And let's not uh, forget to be faithful in our tithe and offering as well. This is a time where we're shut in with God. Let's use it to our benefit and to our advantage to draw closer to God through prayer, through study, and through worship. And speaking about our tithe and offering, remember to be faithful. You can send your tithe and offering in through the cash app through dollar sign TOP giving, also through adventistgiving.org and just type in Tabernacle of Praise St. Louis or you can mail your tithe and offering in and we can get you that address to mail that in too. But let's remember to be faithful in time, talent, temple and treasure as we're shut in with God during this pandemic. Let us pray now for our faithfulness as stewards. Lord, we thank you for that honest and faithful tithe and offering that is now being returned to your service. We ask and pray and know that it will be used for a worthy purpose, that purpose to spread the gospel message to all the world in this generation. Amen. 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 Thank you, Elder, for those inspiring words. You know, this is week number nine that we're online like this, and it's just been a blessing. And we just are blessed once again to have our secretary of the conference, the multi-talented, multi-gifted, anointed man of God, Pastor Christian Josiah, who's going to bless us today. And we know that he has a powerful word from on high for us today. So I want you to put your seatbelts on and get ready to be ushered into the Holy Spirit today. But right before he comes, we're going to have our songbird. 
Sister Beverly Stewart Anderson is going to come to us. Take us on up to the throne, Beverly. It is well with my soul. Oh. 
We want to praise God this morning. Uh, we want to praise God this morning for the reminder that it is well. I, I, I pray that you can see and hear me quite fine this morning. My tabernacle of praise family, man, I'm glad to be here in the service one more time. The Bible says where two or three are gathered together in the uh, in his name that he will be in the midst. And, you know, God is not relegated by by, uh, by space. You know, he can be with you in St. Louis and be with me in Kansas City uh, and be with anybody else around the world at the same time. Uh, but, but we are gathered together in his name. And I want to praise God for that reminder by Sister Beverly that it is well. You ought to slap your neighbor a high five in your living room or in your bedroom or in your kitchen or wherever you're watching from and let them know, hey, it is well with your so this morning, I'm glad again to be with you and uh, to share the word of God with you. And uh, I'm excited uh, about what God is going to do. I, I was able to share a devotional thought about 15, 20 minute thought a, a few weeks ago uh, for an online group that I'm a part of, the Adventist Musicians Network. Um, but, but, but the Lord put something else uh, a little bit more in my spirit. Uh, regarding this passage from the book of Psalm uh, and the, the 30th division of the Psalm. And then as I was praying about what I should share with my Tabernacle of Praise family, uh, one of my good friends from a high school classmate, this is from when I lived in the little island of Antigua, he did a devotion about five minutes and the exact passage that the Lord was showing me is what he read. It was like a five minute devotion. We have a little uh, WhatsApp group. Uh, and so I'm going to invite you now, if you would open up your Bibles to the to the 30th division of the Psalm, Psalm 30, Psalm 30, uh, and I'm going to read all the way through it, and then we're going to come back and read verse five again, Psalm 30. Uh, I know some of you got your smartphones or your devices. I got me that 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 old tried and true trusted hard copy right here. This is my word, New King James Version. Psalm 30, if I was in a church house, I would invite you uh, to read responsively. But since it's just me, I'll go ahead and read in your hearing and you can follow me or you can follow on the screen. Psalm 30, uh, verses 1 through 12 and then verse 5 again. Here's what the psalmist tells us. He says, I will extol you, O Lord. 
for you have lifted me up and have not let my foes rejoice over me. Oh Lord, my God, I cried out to you and you healed me. Oh Lord, you brought my soul up from the grave. You have kept me alive that I should not go down to the pit. Then he says in verse four, sing praise to the Lord, you saints of his, and give thanks at the remembrance of his holy name. For his anger is but for a moment, his favor is for life. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Now in my prosperity, I said, I shall never be moved. Lord, by your favor, you have made my mountain stand strong. You hid your face and I was troubled. I cried out to you, O Lord, and to the Lord I made supplication. What profit is there in my blood when I go down to the pit? Will the dust praise you? Will it declare your truth? Hear, O Lord, and have mercy on me. Lord, be my helper. You have turned for me my mourning into dancing. You have put off my sackcloth, uh, sackcloth and clothed me with gladness to the end that my glory may sing praise to you and not be silent. Oh, Lord, my God, I will give thanks to you forever. Uh, then I want to read verse five one more time. I want to read verse five one more time. That's where we're going to spend the bulk of our time today. The Bible says, for his anger is but for a moment. His favor is for life. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. I want to share with you for a little bit longer than the devotional, because as you know, I've I've got I've got all five pages right here, uh, and so you might need to, to to get your water, get your get your orange juice, get your snack, because uh, we ain't going nowhere for a little while. I mean, it's Sabbath. Where are we going? Matter of fact, we're quarantined. We can't go anywhere anyhow. But I promise you that there's a word from the Lord, and and the Lord has has entitled it uh, this morning. I don't look like what I've been through. I don't look like what I've been through. Father God, this is your word. Lord, give it power and give it life. And Lord, even though we're not in the same space, Lord, we are in the same place because we're worshiping you together in spirit and in truth. And so Lord, I need you to speak. Uh, move through these, these internets and, 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 and move through these devices, Lord, and uh, may your spirit be poured out on us. And Lord, I pray that we will not just be hearers of your word and readers of your word and listeners to your word, but Lord, help us to be doers of your word and we will give you the praise, the honor and the glory that you deserve in the name of Jesus. Let all God's children say amen and amen again. Uh, I got this from an unknown source uh, on, on, Via, uh, via the internet, it says this, how can you tell when it's going to be a rotten day? How can you tell when it's going to be a rotten day? You wake up face down on the pavement. You call suicide prevention and they put you on hold. You see a 60 minutes news team waiting in your office when you get to work. Your birthday cake collapses from the weight of the candles. That's how you know it's going to be a rotten day. You turn on the news and they're showing emergency routes out of your city. Your twin sister 
forgot your birthday. <laughs> That's bad right there. Uh, your car horn goes off accidentally and remains stuck as you follow a group of hell's angels on the freeway. I'll let you think about that for a second. Your boss tells you not to bother to take off your coat when you get to work. Oh, that's a bad day. The bird singing outside your window is a buzzard. Oh, my. You wake up and your braces are locked together. Mercy. You call your answering service and they tell you it's none of your business. Your income tax check bounces, my Lord. You put both contact lens in the same eye. Last one, your wife says, good morning, Bill, and your name is George. Oh, have mercy, have mercy. David, David in Psalm 30 and verse five acknowledges the reality of many listening to this word right now, which is that weeping endures for night. And for many right now, it's nighttime in your life. I think I can safely guess that 99% of us, 99% of us have trouble that's in our way. And it even makes us uh, want to cry sometime. As good looking as you may appear on the outside today, uh, there's a pain on the inside or a worry on the inside, uh, there might be a grudge that you need to that you need to to, to 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 throw in the towel on on the inside, or a disappointment on the inside, or some form of anger or resentment on the inside, or a health concern that's on the inside, or depression and anxiety from being quarantined and 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 cooped up for all of these weeks, or there might even be some lust of the flesh on the inside or, or I wish I wasn't here kind of feeling on the inside, weeping indoors for night. If so, I believe that David can help us today as I believe there are at least four blessings and realities from this passage and in particular verse five, uh, that no matter how we feel today, we should all and we could live by. There are four blessings, there are four uh, blessings and realities, I believe that God is going to show us from this passage of scripture today. So if I was in a church house, I would say, are you ready for the word? And I'll get some, some, some feedback. Boy, this thing preaching, you know, uh, through Zoom and through YouTube with, without a live audience, boy, is not the same as when you can be there. But I'm going I'm to pray that you guys are staying with me and you're working with me today. And so there are four blessings that I want to share from this passage of scripture. Uh, number one, number one, if you're taking notes, go ahead and write it down. Number one, one blessing, one reality that I want you to get from this passage today is I'm still alive. You ought to touch your neighbor or slap your neighbor uh, you know, on the head and let them know, hey, I'm alive. That's one blessing that, that, that we ought to praise God for. In Psalm 30, Verses one to three, Psalm 31 to three, the Bible said, David says, I will extol you, O Lord, for you have lifted me up and have not let my foes rejoice over me. Check it out, verse two. O Lord, my God, I cried out to you and you healed me. Verse three, O Lord, you brought my soul up from the grave, from the pit. That's what, that's what David is saying. You brought my soul up from the grave. You have kept me, watch this, alive that I should not go down to the pit. If you are hearing 
me today, if you are watching me today, if you're if if the sense of hearing and sight uh, is still with you, if you can smell and you can speak and you can shout, Amen. You ought to praise God. Number one today that you are alive. It is because of His mercies. The Word of God tells us that we have not been consumed. Great is Thy faithfulness. You are still here today, even in 2020. And 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 some of us might ask, well, 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 well why not me? You know, car accident could have taken you out. Come on. Bullets in, in the neighborhood flying around your house or your car could have taken you off. Your, your, your diabetes could have taken you off. Your high blood pressure. Some of you might be cancer survivors, uh, 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 an aneurysm, and you can bounce your leg or bounce your arm, uh, and, and you can get a blood clot. Yeah, that could have taken you out. Asthma could have taken, heart blocking. Look, COVID-19 could have taken you out, but you are here today and you ought to give God praise Number one, that you are alive. If it wasn't God's will, you if it wasn't God's will, you would absolutely not be here today. Matter of fact, Paul says in Acts 17 and verse 28, part A of the text, he says, In him we live and move and have our being. When you wake up in the morning, you ought to give God praise. This is the day that the Lord has made. You ought to rejoice and be glad. In it, the songwriter, the old songwriters would say, I, I woke up this morning with my mind. Come on, y'all. Stayed on Jesus. And, and so because you are alive, you ought to be, be giving God the praise today. But let's let's move on quickly to, 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 to number two. Uh, another reason why you ought to praise the Lord this morning and, uh, and you don't have to look like what you've been through is, is, is God's anger is short. Let's look at verse five. We're going to spend a little time in, in Psalm 30 verse five right now. Here, here's what the Bible says in verse five. For his anger is but for a moment. Stop right there. God's anger is but for a what everybody? It is for a moment. What's that mean? It means that God's anger is short. And some of you guys are wondering, does, does God have anger? Does God have anger? That's a good question. It's Psalm 2 and verse 5. If you have your Bibles and you want to flip over to Psalm 2 and verse 5, the Bible says, then he shall speak to them in his wrath. That's his anger. Then he shall speak to them in his wrath and distress them in his deep displeasure. God has some, some issues with the wicked. God has some, some issues with those who push back against him and those who, who, who don't fear him and those who reject him. Uh, and so, yeah, God has, God has an anger. Of course, you know that Jesus, when he was here on the earth, you know, he, he flipped over some tables and he didn't do it once. He did it twice. Uh, but of course the Bible says to be angry and sin, not anger is just uh, an emotion uh, that can be put into check, but check it out. David says that God's anger is short. You ought to praise the Lord. Well, where are you going with this preacher? God's anger is always an expression of his righteousness. NIV Bible commentary, page 781, just in case you missed it. I'm going to say it again. God's anger is always an expression of his righteousness. And, 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 and if you can go with me right now, go with me real quick to Psalm 103. Psalm 103, verse 9 
through 12. Let me give you a reason why you can shout about God's anger being short. Come on, Psalm 103, verses 9 through 12. Psalm 103, 9 to 12. Here's what the Bible says. He will not always strive with us, nor will he keep his anger forever. Somebody ought to say, praise the Lord. He has not dealt with us according to our sins, nor punished us according to our iniquities. Hallelujah. For as the heavens are high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. Come on, y'all. That's a shout right there. I'm praising God today, not only uh, for life, but I'm praising God that his anger is short and he doesn't do to me or with me according to my iniquities. He doesn't keep his grudge against me. Hallelujah. But he gives me grace. He gives me mercy. Well, how does David know? How does David know that, that, that God can do that? How does David know that, that, that God's anger is not forever? Come on over here, David. David has a testimony. Come on, y'all know what I'm talking about. David didn't deserve God's mercy, uh, but none of us do. Uh, David didn't deserve all of that grace from God. None of us do. But because Jesus knew, God knew that Jesus would come one day. Uh, David uh, is considered a man after God's own heart because David knew how to repent. See Psalm 51. David knew how to pray when he's caught. When Nathan, the prophet, let, told him, hey, man, look, man, you, you are the man. You, you're the one that messed up. You're the one that not only, you know, you, 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 you were unfaithful, uh, but you killed the husband of the woman that you wanted to be with. And, uh, and David threw his hands up and he said, create in me a clean heart, oh God, and uh, renew a right spirit within me. Don't cast me away from your presence. Don't, don't, don't take your Holy Spirit from me. David knew how to fess up. Uh, and because of the cross, the songwriter says this, I am born again. You know the song, my, my St. Louis family. I am born again, free from sin because what? Of the blood. You don't deserve it. You know you don't deserve it. One songwriter says, you've been sustained by grace. You've been elevated by grace. You've been saved by grace. And this, this little track writer says, if you're living on grace, say yeah. Come on. You ought to say yeah for, for the grace of God. You ought to say hallelujah for the grace of God. Praise him that his anger is short. Not only should we thank and bless the Lord today, because number one, we are still alive. And number two, his anger is short. But stay right there with me in Psalm 30 and verse 5. We're going to stay right there for a second. Number three, God's favor lasts a lifetime. Come on, I'm giving you another reason to praise him. Even in the midst of a pandemic, even in the midst of being quarantined and, and stay-at-home orders, even, even in the midst of, of, of the death, uh, and the sickness that we are seeing around our nation, yea, around the world. Psalm 30, verse 5, David says, For his anger is but for a moment, his favor is for life. God's favor lasts a lifetime. 
some of you might be asking the question, Pastor Jay, how can I receive the favor of God? How can I be a recipient finally of the favor of God? I don't just want to be alive. I want to live in the favor of God. I want to walk in the favor of God. I want to abide in the favor of God. How can I experience this favor that you speak of, Pastor Josiah? I'm glad you asked. You have your Bibles with you. Turn with me to Proverbs chapter 3. Proverbs chapter 3, verses 1 through 4. Proverbs chapter 3, verses 1 through 4. How can we experience God's favor? David says that is for life. It lasts a lifetime. Proverbs chapter three, verse one to four. The wise man says this, my son and my daughters out there, do not forget my law, but let your heart keep my commands for length of days and long life and peace they will add to you. Let not mercy and truth forsake you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. And so fine, here it is, favor and high esteem in the sight of God and man. So 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 Solomon gives us the formula for finding favor with God and, uh, and man. Verse 1 he says my son don't forget my law let your heart keep my commands. Uh, verse 3 let not mercy and truth forsake you. Bind them around your neck, write them on the tablet of your heart. If we remember what God requires of us, what, what God requires from us, and we love him with all of our hearts and our soul and our strength, he has promised us high favor and high esteem and will give us, watch this, length of days and a peaceful life. If we are merciful towards our brothers and our sisters and truthful in all of our dealings with our friends and even our enemies, the word promises us favor and high esteem in the sight of God and man. Look, 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 Hezekiah Walker, my, my, he's not my, I was going to say my friend, but I've never met him personally, but I've, I've played many of his songs. I've sung many of his songs. Hezekiah Walker says, 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 we all want God to favor us. You know that song, God favored me. We all want God to favor us, but, but there's a problem, ladies and gentlemen. Mm -hmm. The problem is, that many times we are praying for the favor instead of praying to be faithful. I'm going to say that again. Many times we are praying for the favor. We want God to favor us, but we're not praying to be faithful. We desire the long life and prosperity. Everybody wants that. We desire a life of peace. Amen. We desire a life of tranquility. We pray for favor. We pray for high esteem. But God's formula, watch this now, God's formula doesn't work that way with you simply praying for favor. Thus, any apparent favor that we might seem to have might be false if we have not been faithful to God's formula of favor. Jesus' very words are still relevant today. Jesus said this, seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. Any favor that you receive needs to be because of the blessings of God. If not, it's not favor, it's vanity. I'm gonna say that again. Any favor that you receive 
needs to be because of God's blessings on your life. Because if you are the one that's creating the blessing, if you're the one that's, that's, that's desiring those things other than seeking God first, it's not favor. It's vanity. That house, that car, that new job, that new position, that, that, that check in the mail, that, that new client, that successful business venture, that exam pass, that all age report card, that godly boot that you've been praying for, uh, uh, everything that looks like favor needs to be based on your faithfulness to God. Come on, I'm going to say that again. Everything in your life that looks like favor needs to be because God has been faithful. Come on. Jesus said, seek ye first. If you seek those things first, then it's not God adding, it's, it's, it's you, brother so-and-so, or you, sister so-and-so, that's doing your own addition. And God is saying all of that stuff is, is, is fleeting. If you seek me first and my righteousness, everything that you need, God says, I will add it to you. And so make sure that God's favor, which is for life that you can bless him for, is favor because you have been faithful. You ought to say amen out there. So, so David says in verse five, God's anger is short, it's for a moment, but, but this too shall pass. His favor is for life. It lasts in this life and the life to come. I'm gonna tell you what I love about the favor of God. Not even COVID-19 can separate us from the love of God. Not, co coronavirus can't separate us from the love of God. It might separate us from being in the same space together. But, but, but Paul makes it clear that nothing can separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus, not height, nor death, nor principalities, nor powers, that, nor things present, nor things to come, nor corona. Watch this. Not even death can separate. I'm talking about the favor of God. Not even death can separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus, because the Bible is clear that those who die in Christ, uh, they're, they're only temporarily separated. They're only in a holding pattern because the Bible says that the dead in Christ, come on, shall rise first. The favor of God lasts a lifetime. Come on, not even sickness or death can separate you from the love of God. That is in Christ Jesus. Thank you for that reminder, Paul. So, 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 so David, David says his anger is short. His favor is for life. Uh, then he pretty much says, in other words, just in case we didn't quite understand that sometimes God has to allow some trouble in our lives to help us cling a little bit closer to him, just in case someone didn't get the memo or the email or, or, or the text message that regardless of your present circumstances, the anger and wrath of God is short. Hallelujah. But if you hang on in there, his favor lasts forever. Just for someone today who, who, who's, whose emotions and experiences are telling you or tempting you to throw in the towel on your life throwing the towel on your marriage, on your wife or your husband, throwing the towel on your children or your parents or your business or your job or even worse, your relationship with God. David says in verse 5c, verse 5c, Psalm 30, 
He says, weeping may endure for a night. Come on. I'm not, I'm going to stop right here. I, I, don't, don't miss this. There is a shout. There is a celebration in that, in that, in that, in that line by itself. Weeping may endure for a night. Preacher, what are you talking about? The same way God's anger and wrath are but for a moment. Come on, we read it. Weeping remains for a night. Listen, only a night. Preacher, what you getting at? Literally in the Hebrew, that phrase means come in at evening to lodge. That enduring for a night literally means come in at evening to lodge. Here's, a, here's, here's how the NIV Bible commentary, page 807, puts it. It's a quote that's going to pop up on your screen. Here's, here's how the NIV, uh, NIV Bible commentators uh, say it. It says, the figure, talking about weeping and enduring for night, the figure is that of a guest <laughs> lodging for only one night. Come on, come on, come on out there, Tabernacle of Praise family. Come on out there, my St. Louis family, uh, and, and anybody else that's 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 peeking in. Can I can I can I push it? When 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 we have a guest that 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 needs a place to stay, and they're coming through Kansas City, or when we lived in St. Louis, it could be St. Louis. You know, my, my wife, myself. You know, we're very open. If somebody needs a place to stay, you know, if somebody said, "Look, man, we're coming through." You know, and we just need to crash for one night. <laughs> Come on, help me, Holy Ghost. The expectation uh, of them coming in for one night is that when we get up in the morning, hello, we might we might fix some breakfast. You know, we, we may have worship with them, but the expectation is that they're about to go. They 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 only coming for one night now. now some of y'all got some folk that came through the crib and. And they they that one night turned into two or three or or seven or and now they're living with you. You now that's y'all gonna have to work that out where, where you are. But but I'm talking about this verse, this this phrase right here, weeping indoors for a night is the figure of somebody that's coming through and they only coming for one night. So I don't have to worry. Uh, I don't have to fret. I don't have to be anxious. I don't have to be overly frustrated. I don't have to go into a state of anxiety and depression. I don't have to lose my mind because whatever it is that has stopped by my doorstep weeping only is going to endure for a night. You ought to praise God uh, for him, uh, for this passage right now, even before we go on any further, even if it feels like forever. Come on. God is reminding you today that your trials, your heartaches, your headaches, your quarantine time in this life are only temporary, even if it's nighttime in your losses. Listen, man, listen, I, I, have, I have three childhood friends that have lost, two of them have lost their moms over the last four weeks. And one of them lost his dad uh, out there in New York, three childhood. And, 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 and I know that there are some of you who have, who have dealt with, with, with the loss of, of loved ones 
uh, during this time period or people that you know or people that you might be familiar with or, or people on your job that have had losses. I know that there have been some people in our Central States Conference family that have that have gone to sleep in Jesus due to this due to this virus and many others uh, who have gotten sick and are and are and are, are pushing through. And right now it's nighttime. It feels like nighttime. According to this passage, it is nighttime. Nighttime in your uh, in, 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 in your losses and, and in your health situation, nighttime, you know, in your singleness, nighttime, maybe in your finances for some of you who have been laid off or some of you uh, who have been furloughed, some of you uh, that the money isn't flowing the way it once used to this. There's nighttime in some families, Dr. Johnson, our very own family life coordinator for Central States Conference talked about how there are higher incidences of of, of family abuse and, and child abuse because people are are, are stuck in, in, and without God, now they're getting on each other's nerves. It, it might be nighttime in your marriages and in your family relationships. It may be nighttime in your community, but listen, listen, we've got to remember, we've got to remember that the evening and the morning constituted one full day. Come on, y'all. And David says, weeping indoors, but for night, the, 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 what he's trying to tell us is that even though it's night, that's just the first part of the day. The evening and the morning were the first day. Come on, all my Bible scholars out there. And if it's evening right now, you can best believe you can book it. You can take it to the bank. That morning is going to come. Evening will not last forever. Uh, you may not look like what you've been through. I don't look like what I've been through. You don't look like what you've been through, but we understand that morning will always come. Uh, and, and once you realize the blessings and mercies of still being alive, clothed in your right mind, once you understand the, 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 the anger of God to be his righteousness, chastening uh, whom he loves, once you claim the formula of favor and seek God first and do his commandments, then you can receive and believe what David says at the end of verse five, after he he, 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 he shares with us that weeping may endure for a night. He says, but, hey, come on, but what? But joy comes in the morning. Point number four, joy always comes in the morning. For those who are believers in Jesus Christ, joy always comes in the morning. For those who walk by faith and not by sight, joy always comes in the morning. Come on over here, Job. Though he slay me, yet will I do what? I will trust him because joy always comes in the morning. Jesus in John chapter 14, one to three, you know this by heart. Come on, you, you, you know this by memory. Jesus told his disciples and he tells us today, let not your heart be troubled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what's going on at the White House. I see, I see, I see what's going on uh, in Congress. I, I see what's going on with this virus that has already killed 95,000 people here in the United States and, 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 and thousands more around the world. Jesus said, let not your heart be troubled. Come on. Believe in God. Believe also in me, in my father's house. Come on. 
uh, are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go, when I go, I'm going to come again. Hey, and receive you what? Unto myself. Why? Because joy always comes in the morning. <laughs> joy always comes in the morning. And, and literally between verse 6 and verse 12 of Psalm 30, David does his own appeal. I didn't, I didn't even have to come up with an appeal. David says, and I'm just going to read it. I'm just going to read it. David says in Psalm 30, verses 6 through 12, now in my prosperity, this is after he acknowledges, hey, that 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 he's he's grateful to be alive, and you know he 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 praises God because his anger towards him is short. Hallelujah! He doesn't he doesn't he doesn't pile his sins up, but he allows him to be forgiven. And 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 this is after you know David David recognizes that 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 that, that the, the favor of God is for life, and, and 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 he has acknowledged that in spite of weeping and doing for a night. Joy always comes in the morning. David does his own appeal, man. David says in verse six, come on, you got your Bibles. It's all here. Psalm 30, verse six. He says, now, see, see after, after you have done what you, what you need to do, I like those now verses. <laughs> I like those now passages. That means that you've been through some stuff. You don't look like what you've been through. 2020, man, what a year. You've got viruses. You've got hornets that are that are killing rats out there and you got all kinds of matters of of stuff the locusts out there that are causing famines and in, in 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 eastern africa and the, and the middle east all matter of stuff is going down but david says now hey now in my prosperity i said i shall never be moved lord by your favor you have made my mountain stand strong you hid your face and I was troubled. I cried out to you, O Lord, and to the Lord I made supplication. What prophet? Come on, look at David. Come on. David, David challenges God. David says, What prophet is there in my blood when I go down to the pit? Will the dust praise you? Will it declare your truth? David said, Look, man, I know why you didn't take me out. Come on. I know why you didn't allow the grave to be my dwelling place. Because because, Lord, I couldn't praise you from the grave. Hey, David says, God, you know you needed me around to, to preach a word and to sing a word and to, to be, a, be, a, be a word of encouragement to my brothers and my sisters. David says, look, I know you got me around for a reason. Hear, oh, Lord, and have mercy on me. Lord, be my helper. Verse 11. Lord, you have turned. Verse 11. You have turned from me my morning into death. Look, if I didn't have this mic hooked up to my ear, I throw it down and do a little dance. Y'all don't understand what I've been through. Some of y'all think, well, Pastor Josiah, he's always so, so bubbly and so, so lively. Ah, oh, look, look, God is the one that has turned my morning into dancing. You have put off my sackcloth and clothed me with gladness to the end that my glory may sing praise to you and not be silent. Oh, Lord, my God, I will give thanks to you forever. The reason that we can praise him in the midst, the reason that we can praise him 
in spite of uh, is because God is still God. Even with Corona, God is still on the throne. He is still worthy to be praised. He's still worthy to be magnified. He's still worthy to be exalted. David gives us his appeal and his testimony. Has it ever been nighttime at your house? And you didn't think that the morning would ever come. Uh, some of you all out there can, 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 can think back. I remember when it was nighttime, weeping indoors for a night. I remember when it was nighttime in my house. I remember having to, to shake out the drawers to find pennies for gas money until, until payday. Y'all don't know what I'm talking about. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Being so committed to being a faithful returner of tithes and offerings that even as a pastor and we move around, I remember the realtor telling us, you know, man, you, you would have had a whole lot more that, 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 that you could, your, your credit would be a whole lot better, but you got all this money going to the church. Come on, y'all. Y'all not hearing me. Realtors are telling us that, you know, you know, securing a housing loan might, might, might be a problem, you know, because, you know, you got all this money going to the church and, you know, you got all this money going to Christian education. But can I tell you, can I tell you, the Lord knows how to make a way somehow. I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor has seen begging bread. I've always had a roof over my head. I've always had clothes on my back. I don't know about you, but I've always had food in my refrigerator and in my pantry, not because of me, but because of the goodness of God. I don't look like what I've been through. And some of you out there, you may not look like what you've been through. I remember getting a call in the middle of the night regarding the well-being of a child. I remember when it was midnight and it was nighttime at my house. I've been through times of hurt and pain that that, 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 that you can't imagine. I remember being at camp meeting and getting a call that my wife who was pregnant at the time right there in St. Louis uh, had to be uh, sent into the emergency room while I'm in Kansas City preparing for camp meeting. I remember having to fly back uh, even for the, the birth of my first daughter. Her name is Faith because my wife again had, 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 some, had, some, had some complications, man, and, and I could have lost my wife and I could have lost my baby, but look at God. I remember when it was nighttime, but I said that I would keep praising him in the midst. God gives and God takes away. Yes, we lost one of our, one of our, one of our children, uh, one, one of our babies, but look, God is still good all the time. I don't let the enemy mess around with my praise because he didn't give it. The world didn't give it and the world can't take it away. The joy of the Lord ought to be our strength. Why? Because joy always comes in the morning. I don't look like what I've been through. And I know I've got a few stubborn praise and worshipers out there today. Come on. I know I got a few stubborn believers out there that have a made up mind that you will bless the Lord at all times and his praises shall continually be in your mouth. I wish I had a few believers out there that will say with me, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. I wish I had a few worshipers out there who will not let the enemy steal your joy or your song. I wish I had a few seasoned saints that will declare I've been young and now I'm old, but I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging bread. I, a few folk out there can testify today that you don't look like 
what you've been through. I don't look like what you've been through. If if I had an appeal song, if I had an appeal song, I would I would I would ask the praise team or the choir to, to sing for me, John P. Key. You don't know my story. Mm-hmm. Can I can I just read it? I'm not gonna sing. I'm just gonna read it to you. You don't know my story. You don't know the things that I've come through. You cannot imagine the pain, the trials I've had to endure. You don't know my story. You don't know the day he set me free. You cannot imagine the strongholds and the walls that severed me in all. (laughs) God has been faithful to me. He promised he would never leave me. My story proves that God can use me. Deliverance is my testimony. You don't know my story. (laughs) You don't look like what you've been through. Then he says in the chorus, I'm delivered. Here's my story. Life and favor upon me, he brought me out. You don't know it, let me tell it. Life and favor upon me, he brought me out. God of mercy, he who loves me. Life and favor upon me, he brought me out. Oh, how wondrous is my story. Life and favor, he brought me out. Can't imagine what I've gone through. Life and favor, he brought me out. Tabernacle of Praise family, listening friends, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I don't look like what I've been through, but it's not because of me. It's because of God. You don't look like what you've been through, but it's not because of you. It's because of God. And I want to declare today that we, that we, that we not let the enemy steal our joy, that we not let the enemy cause COVID-19 or this coronavirus pandemic to take away what, 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 what God didn't give. You said, let me tell you, when your joy comes from within, the external circumstances are powerless to mess with your praise. Come on. When, 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 when you know the God that you serve and, and, and can I, can I fast forward? When you know how the story ends, come on. When you know that the songwriter says the golden morning, talking about joy coming in the morning, the songwriter says the golden morning is fast approaching. Jesus soon will come to take his, 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 his children to that place. Come on. You don't have to worry about the nighttime because it's only going to last but for a night because joy is coming. Joy will come. Paul says in Romans 8 and verse 18, for I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared. Come on, Paul. But the glory that shall be revealed in us. I'm going to say that again. You can look it up when you go when, when, when you turn off this broadcast. Romans 8, 18, one of the best verses that I've found during this pandemic for. Paul says, for I consider that the the sufferings of this present time 
are not worthy. I don't care what Corona got for you out there. I don't care what this quarantine's got for us. I don't care what this pandemic is doing. Paul says, for I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared to the glory which shall be revealed in us. That tells me that whatever I'm going through now, I just got to hold on because Jesus who is coming shall come. He ain't going to tarry and he's going to take us into his kingdom where there shall be no more sorrow, no more sighing, no more dying, no more corona, no more viruses, no more pandemics. And we will be with Jesus for all eternity. I'm going to hold on. And I want to encourage you out there to hold on with me. Father God, in the name of Jesus. Woo. Lord, we just want to thank you for giving us a word in due season, a word in Psalm 30 that reminds us that, that not only is your anger short, thank you for your grace, not only does your favor last a lifetime, not only should we thank you uh, for just being alive, but Lord, reminding us that joy is guaranteed to come. As, as, as some people will put it, you can take it to the bank. You can book it. Uh, Lord, thank you for the reminder that in spite of it being nighttime for many of us, um, evening is only the first part of the day. <laughs> but joy is guaranteed to come in the second part of the day. Lord, there may be somebody out here, Lord, that, 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 that's, that's been struggling with their faith. You know, this, this, this thing has, has separated us from from being together. The Bible says that we ought not to forsake the, the, the assembling of ourselves together. There is encouragement in us being able to encourage one another. There's strength in numbers. Even in the in, in, in Acts chapter one, they were in one place and in one accord. And, uh, and Lord, even though that's not the reality, Lord, some people might be struggling with this, with this separation, this isolation. And Lord, I pray that you would increase their faith today that you would encourage them with this word today. That, that, that not even isolation and quarantine can separate us from you. You are the one that said you would never leave us nor forsake us. Lord, Lord, you are with us always, even to the end of the age. And so Lord, I pray that somebody's faith is encouraged. Somebody's faith is strengthened today. Lord, I pray that if somebody needs to, to give their heart to you, maybe they've been waffling in their faith. Maybe this internet uh, world now has, has caused for other distractions to come into their lives. You know, maybe they're, they're Netflix and chilling more than they're studying and, and reading your word. And so, Lord, they need to be refocused. Lord, I pray that you will bring those who love you back to a, relation, a saving relationship with you. Reconnect them with you, oh God. Let this time be a time not just of of, of, of quarantine, but a time of, of, of spiritual refreshing. May we read more, study your word more, read the, the spirit of prophecy more, spend time uh, with you more, spend time not only praying to you, but listening to your voice. And Lord, may our, may our faith be stronger as we come up out of this thing. May our, may our faith, Lord, be, be, may we be more connected with you. And Lord, I pray that we would be like the five wise versions because we got the extra oil, because we were more filled with your Holy Spirit during this time. 
than we ever were before. That when the sound goes out that the bridegroom is coming, because we have awakened and we have the extra oil, Lord, we are now ready to go into the marriage supper, into the marriage feast. Lord, I pray that if there's somebody that needs to give their heart to you, that they would reach out to, 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 to one of the leaders in this church, Tabernacle of Praise. If it's online via YouTube, that they would maybe put their name and a number or an email that they could be contacted. If it's through, if it's through some other type of media platform, Lord, I pray Facebook Live or wherever it is, Lord, I pray that they would make that contact so that when so that so that so that they can be followed up with, so that they can receive strength and encouragement to finish this race. And Lord, we we are grateful. That your word reminds us that he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. Help us, Lord, to keep on holding on. And we will be careful to praise you now. We will praise you in the good times. We will praise you in the rough times. Lord, and let our praise and our worship be a testimony to the God that we serve. We will give you all the praise, all the honor, and all the glory. If it's in your name we pray. Let all God's children say amen and amen again and amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Pastor. That was a powerful message from on high. Truly the Holy Spirit spoke to us today, saints. If you've been discouraged after hearing that message, you ought to feel fired up. As the old folks used to say, trouble don't last always. They knew that scripture that Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Oh, I'm so thankful. We can bless the Lord at all times. Now, you're going through it now, but just know that your praise has got to continually be in your mouth because that morning is coming. Thank you, Pastor, for a powerful message today, saints. And just a couple of announcements. Uh, this Wednesday night, we're going to have a, a special uh, message from our president, so I want you to tune in. We're going to have a special prayer meeting, power hour, because where there's much prayer, there's much power. We need power today. And also today at 2.30, uh, we're going to be having our disciples training for discipleship class. It's going to be led out today by Sister Karen Lewis. And we're studying out of the book Testimonies for the Church, volume no number one, chapter 63. So you can tune in. Uh, she sent our Facebook, our Facebook page, our Zoom. And so you can check that out. So we also want to know that, let you know that on Tuesday, uh, we're going to be laying the rest. Our dear sister, Carmeline Reed's mother, and we've sent the address out where you can send condolences and flowers and just words of encouragement. Give her a call. Just let her know that you love her and you're praying for them. And we just want to keep our whole family in prayer as we all are going through this time. We want to just remain faithful. As the pastor said, use this time to fill up your, your oil, fill up your lamp. Let the Holy Spirit just come through you and be strong to make it through. Because only those that are connected to Christ are going to make it through this storm. So we just thank God once again for his many blessings. So in dismissal, in benediction, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May he cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you and give you peace. Amen.